Salhum, Allah says, ask them. Ayyuhum, which of them? Bidalika of that, Zaimun is one who claims. Who is it amongst them who can claim that yes, God made me a promise? And He made me a promise and that promise is in effect until the day of judgment. Nothing can cancel it, nothing can change it. He made me a promise that I get to choose whatever I want to do. I get to choose whatever I want in the hereafter. Is there anything like that? Is there anyone who can claim that God made such a promise with them? No. Then how do they feel so safe? أَمْ لَهُمْ شُرَكَاءُ Or do they have any partners? Partners as in those whom they have associated with Allah. And those about whom they think that they share in Allah's power. And so they guarantee for them safety in the hereafter. Do they have any shuraka? No, they don't. فَلْيَأْتُوا بِشُرَكَائِهِمْ And if they think that they have such shuraka, those whom they associate with Allah, and those whom they think share Allah's power with Him, Produce that shariq. Who is he? Where is he? In kanu sadiqeen, if they're truthful. Yawma yukshafu an saqin. They have all these false beliefs about the hereafter. They don't take the matter of the hereafter seriously. They have made up so many lies about it, so many assumptions about it, and they have forgotten what a serious matter the hereafter is. They're living their lives as if their hereafter is guaranteed for them. And it's not. What is the day of judgment? Allah says, Yawma. It is the day that yukshafu an saqin. Yukshafu, it shall be removed. Kashf is to remove, meaning to unveil, to expose. So yukshafu, it will be uncovered. Meaning the veil shall be removed. From where? An saqin. From the shin. Shin part of the leg. So, يَوْمَ يُكْشَفُ عَنْ سَاقٍ The shin will be uncovered. وَيُدْعَوْنَ إِلَى السُّجُودِ And these people will be called to prostration. To prostrate to who? To prostrate to Allah. But what will happen? فَلَا يَسْتَطِيعُونَ But they will not be able. They will not be able to go in prostration. Why? Because they refuse to prostrate today. And so on the day of judgment, they will not be able to prostrate. Today they are called to surrender to Allah, to submit to Allah, but they refuse. And they feel so secure regarding the hereafter. And what's going to happen to them on the day of judgment? This is what will happen. Imagine the embarrassment and the helplessness that they will not be able to prostrate to Allah. What is this referring to? The Prophet ﷺ said, we learn from hadith that on the Day of Judgment, it will be announced that let each group of people follow their God. So whatever idol or false god a people worshipped, they will follow it and it will take them to hellfire. And one group after the other, will end up in hellfire like this until the Prophet ﷺ said that the ummah of the Prophet ﷺ shall remain. So their Lord will come to them and He will say, what is the matter with you? Why have you not left as the rest of the people have? They will say, 
we are waiting for our Lord. He will say, do you recognize him if you were to see him? Would you be able to recognize your Lord if you were to see him? And they will say, we know of a sign which when we will see it, we will recognize him. He will say, what is it? And they will say that he will uncover his shin. يُكْشَفُ عَنْ سَاقٍ He will uncover his shin. So at this, he will uncover his shin. And they will all fall to the ground in prostration. Except for some people whose backs will become like horns of cows. The horn of a cow, you can't bend it. They will attempt to prostrate, but they will not be able to. And previously, they were invited to prostrate while they were safe and sound in their bodies, but they did not. They refused. This is a hadith from Sahih, At-Targhib wa tarheeb In another hadith in Bukhari, it is recorded that the Prophet ﷺ said that our Lord will reveal his shin. Yukshafu an This is explained in the sunnah. This is to be taken literally because some interpretations, you know, this means that a terrible situation will happen. They have interpreted it as an expression. But the Prophet ﷺ explained it literally, not metaphorically. He said, our Lord will reveal his shin and every believing male and female will prostrate to him. The only people who will remain standing are those who prostrated in the worldly life only to be seen and heard. They will not be able to do sajda. This type of person will try to prostrate at that time, but his back will become like a stiff plate, like one single bone. So they won't be able to prostrate. So whoever refuses to pray should remember this. If we don't do sajda now, how will we do sajda on the day of judgment? If we refuse today, how will we do it then? In another narration we learn, وَيَبْقَى That every munafiq shall remain. That he will not be able to prostrate. فَلَا يَسْتَطِيرَ أَنْ يَسْجُدْ He will not be able to prostrate. يَوْمَ يُكْشَفُ عَنْ سَاقٍ وَيُدْعُونَ إِلَى السُّجُودِ فَلَا يَسْتَطِيعُونَ خَاشِعَةً أَبْصَارُهُمْ Their eyes will be humbled, looking down, completely embarrassed. Imagine everybody is prostrating and they're not able to. Their back won't bend. Imagine the humiliation and disgrace. And who is actually in front of them? Allah. Allah, and they're not able to do sajda because they weren't sincere in their sajda in this world or they refused to do sajda in the world. Khashi'atan absaruhum, their eyes humbled. Tarhaquhum dhillah, humiliation will cover them. Waqad kanu yud'auna ila sujood. And they used to be invited to prostration. They used to be called that come and prostrate, come and pray. It's time for prayer. Get up and pray. They were called. وَهُمْ سَالِمُونَ And they were sound. Salimun, plural of salim, meaning one who is safe and sound in their body. They weren't physically unable. 
to worship Allah. They were physically able, they had the time, they had the ability when they were called to prostrate, but they would refuse. They would make excuses. They would keep sleeping. They would refuse. وَهُمْ سَالِمُونَ And this is something we all need to think about. If there are people around us who call us to prayer, we should consider ourselves fortunate that there is someone who is reminding us, someone who is calling us. We shouldn't get irritated over there. We shouldn't get annoyed over there. And if we're not getting up to pray, while we have the physical strength, then what is this? We were created to worship Allah. And if we don't use our bodies to worship Allah, what then are we doing? What? If we don't have the strength to pray, then what other strength do we have? You know, we make excuses for prayer. I'm too tired. And especially when it comes to doing actual sajda in salah, a slight injury, or maybe some old age, and we refuse to go into sujood. We handicap ourselves, we disable ourselves. You know, for instance, many women, young women, strong, mashallah, when they're pregnant, what happens? I'm going to sit and pray. And the same woman is sitting on the ground playing with her child. Or she's sitting on the floor or bending down in order to get things out of the lower cabinets from the kitchen. We can do so many things, but when it comes to prayer, all our excuses come in. We can go to the masjid, pull the chair from the back of the masjid, all the way to where the saf is, and we won't pray. We won't even try to prostrate. We have to try at least. Try at least. You see over here, it's not salah. What's the word? Sujood. Sujood is what? When you put your head on the ground. We have to try to do that at least. Have to try. وَهُمْ سَالِمُونَ They were able, sound in their bodies. They had the strength to walk in the malls and go everywhere. But when it came to prayer, unable to stand. فَذَرْنِي Allah says, so leave me. Let me be. You don't worry about this. Let me take care of this. Who? وَمَن يُكَذِّبُ بِهَذَا الْحَدِيثِ The one who denies this speech. Which speech is this? The Qur'an. Meaning you don't preoccupy yourself with those who deny, with the مُكَذِّبِينَ Leave them to me. I will deal with them. سَنَسْتَدْرِجُهُمْ We will progressively lead them. مِنْ حَيْثُ لَا يَعْلَمُونَ From where they do not even know. سَنَسْتَدْرِجُ From the word istidraj. دَالْ رَاجِيم Daraja. What is daraja? Level. So istidraj is to proceed gradually, one level after the next, to promote by degrees. So one step after the other, after the other, after the other. And when you move like this, you don't even feel it. You know, for example, you're standing in the elevator. It's going so smoothly that you don't even feel it. So سَنَسْتَدْرِجُهُمْ مِنْ حَيْثُ لَا يَعْلَمُونَ We will progressively lead them. Lead them to what? To punishment. مِنْ حَيْثُ لَا يَعْلَمُونَ From where they do not even know. وَأُمْلِي لَهُمْ And I will give them respite. أُمْلِي from إِمْلَاء ميم لام واو. And إِمْلَاء is to give rain. To loosen the rope. Not loosen, lengthen it. Extend it. So that the animal has more room to walk around. He can go 
farther even. So, وَأُمْلِي لَهُمْ I will give them time. But gradually they're being led towards what? Towards punishment. إِنَّ كَيْدِ مَتِينَ Indeed my plan is firm. Mateen, mim tanun, that which is firm and solid. It's used for something that has a firm back, solid back. So, firm and solid, unbreakable. إِنَّ كَيْدِ مَتِينَ Nobody can ruin Allah's plan. What is this referring to? What is this imla? And what is this istidraj? This is that when a person is doing something wrong, but despite that, he's got the money, he's got the health, he's got the apparent freedom, and so he keeps on doing what he wants to. And then, suddenly he is caught. This is Allah's plan. إِنَّ كَيْدِ mateen. When we're doing something wrong and things are still good, that's a big problem. That doesn't mean Allah is happy with us. When we're doing something wrong and we're still okay, we are in deep trouble. Because it means that we are being given more time, istidraj, this is imla, and this is very frightening. In Surah Al-Mu'minun, Ayah 55, Allah says, أَيَحْسَبُونَ أَنَّمَا نُمِدُّهُمْ بِهِ مِن مَالٍ وَبَنِينَ نُسَارِعُ لَهُمْ فِي الْخَيْرَاتِ بَلْ لَا يَشْعُرُونَ They think that the wealth and children we have given them, it's because we are giving them a lot of reward for their good deeds? No, they don't even get it. أَمْ تَسْأَلُهُمْ أَجْرًا They still deny. Allah says, do you, O Prophet وسلم, or do you ask them for a reward, for a wage? فَهُمْ مِنْ مَغْرَمٍ So they are by debt, because of debt, مُثْقَلُونَ Heavily burdened down. مَغْرَم is used for a debt or a financial obligation. Meaning why won't they believe in you? Is it because you're asking for a huge wage in return for conveying the message? So they think that it's a big financial burden and they don't want to commit to it? No, that's not the case. أَمْ عِنْدَهُمُ الْغَيْبُ Or do they have knowledge of the unseen? فَهُمْ يَكْتُبُونَ So they write it down. Have they copied any knowledge from the Lawhul Mahfuz? So they know what's going to happen in the future? How do they feel so secure with their kufr? Are they certain that their future is safe? Didn't the people of the garden think the same? فَاصْبِرْ لِحُكْمِ رَبِّكْ So, O Messenger wasallam, be patient for the command of your Lord, for the decision of your Lord. People are calling you majnoon. They're calling you all these names. But you remain patient. Be firm. Don't compromise. Don't give up. And don't leave your good akhlaq. فَاصْبِرْ لِحُكْمِ Rabbik. Allah will command in your favor. But there is a time for everything. وَلَا تَكُنْ And do not be كَصَاحِبِ الْحُوتِ Like the companion of the fish. Who was the companion of the fish? Yunus salam. He got fed up with his people, right? He got upset and he left. And he got caught in the fish. Idnada, when he called out to his Lord, wahuwa maklum, while he was distressed. Maklum, kaf mean when a person is filled with regret and sadness and grief and sorrow. This was his condition, maklum, choking with grief, with regret, because he had been hasty. And that's what happens. When we become impatient, when we become angry with our situation, and we want to take things in our control, and we get fed up of what's going on, and then we make a hasty decision, and we go against the commands that Allah has given, then what will happen at the end? Yunus salam was caught in the fish. إِذْ نَادَى وَهُوَ مَكْلُومٌ If it was not, أَنْ تَدَارَكَهُ That it had overtook him. Tadaraka from idraq. 
to reach and see something. So, نِعْمَةٌ مِّن رَبِّهِ Blessing from his Lord, meaning had the blessing of his Lord not reached him, لَنُبِذَ بِالْعَرَائِ He would have been thrown onto the shore, وَهُوَ مَذْمُومٌ While still censured, blameworthy. عَرَى Shore, bare tract, open space, where there's no vegetation, no building, nothing. And madhmum is one who is blameworthy. So if Allah's blessing had not reached him, he would have been thrown onto the shore while he would still be madhmum. But what happened? Yunus alayhi salam, he acknowledged his mistake. He said, لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك إني كنت من الظالمين. So what happened? He was thrown on the ara while he was not madhmum. Allah had forgiven him. So he was forgiven because he turned to Allah. فَاجْتَبَاهُ رَبُّهُ So his Lord chose him. فَجَعَلَهُ مِنَ الصَّالِحِينَ And he made him of the righteous. So what does this teach us? What is the lesson that the Prophet ﷺ is being given? That be patient. Don't be hasty. There is a time for everything. Allah promises you an endless reward. Allah promises you that His judgment will be in your favor. But you just have to wait. Don't be hasty. And don't be like Yunus ﷺ who made a mistake. Don't repeat that mistake. And things are difficult right now. How difficult are they? That وَإِن يَكَادُ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا وَإِن and indeed يَكَادُ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا Those who disbelieve would almost لَيُزْلِقُونَكَ Surely they would cause you to slip. يُزْلِقُونَ From زَيْلَمْ قَافْ إِزْلَاقْ is to cause someone to slip. And here لَيُزْلِقُونَكَ بِأَبْصَارِهِمْ They would make you slip by their eyes. It is said, izlaq bil basar is to look, to stare angrily at someone. And if you're doing something, whatever it is, and you feel that like somebody is staring at you, what happens? Do you become nervous? Do you become nervous? Do you drop things from your hand? Yes. Does your tongue slip? Yes. Do you slip? Yes, maybe. You'll bump into things, do silly things, or you... Why? Because if somebody's staring at you angrily, you become very self-conscious. You're like, what did I do? So the mushrikeen of Makkah, what would they do? When the Prophet ﷺ would be reciting the Qur'an, they came up with this tactic. That we'll all just sit in front of him, and we'll stare at him. To scare him away. To make him quiet. But did it work? No, it didn't. Allah says that they would almost make you slip by their eyes. لَمَّا سَمِعُوا الذِّكْرَ When they hear the dhikr, meaning the Qur'an, وَيَقُولُونَ إِنَّهُ لَمَجْنُونَ And they say, indeed, he's majnoon. That they would sit and stare at you and call you majnoon while you're reciting the Qur'an. This is a tactic that they came up with. Allah says, وَمَا هُوَ إِلَّا ذِكْرٌ لِلْعَالَمِينَ And this Qur'an is not except a reminder to the world. It's for everybody. So whether they like to hear it or not, too bad. The messenger will continue to recite and convey patiently, without any compromise, even if the haters hate and the starers stare. This ayah, many times people use it for averting evil eye. 
right? But, I mean, this has nothing to do with evil eye. They would look at the Prophet ﷺ angrily to confuse him. Stare at him to make him nervous. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala instills confidence in the heart of His Messenger through the surah. And this is what we need to do also. We need to be confident and firm about what we do, what Allah has ordered us. People stare at you because of who you are, because of what you're wearing, let them stare. Ignore them. Remember that your Lord is watching you. Okay, we'll listen to the whole surah now from the beginning. بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نون والقلم وما يسقرون ما أنت بنعمة ربك بمجنون وإن لك لأجرا غير ممنون وَإِنَّكَ لَعَلَى خُلُقٍ عَظِيمٍ فَسَتُبْصِرُ وَيُبْصِرُونَ بِأَيِّكُمُ الْمَفْتُونَ إِنَّ رَبَّكَ هُوَ أَعْلَمُ بِمَنْ ضَلَّ عَنْ سَبِيلِهِ وَهُوَ أَعْلَمُ بِالْمُهْتَدِينَ فَلَا تُطَعِ الْمُكَذِّبِينَ وَدُّوا لَوْ تُدْهِنُ فَيُدْهِنُونَ وَلَا تُطِعْ كُلَّ حَلَّافٍ مَّهِينَ هَمَّازٍ مَّشَّائٍ بِنَمِينَ مَنْ خير معتد أثيم عتل بعد ذلك زنيم أن كان ذا مال وبنين إذا تتلى عليه آياتنا قال أساطير الأولين سنسمه على الخرطوم إنا بلوناهم كما بلونا أصحاب الجنة إذ أقسموا ليصرمنها مصبحين ولا يستثنون فَطَافَ عَلَيْهَا طَائِفٌ مِّن رَّبِّكَ وَهُمْ نَائِمُونَ فَأَصْبَحَتْ كَالصَّرِيمِ فَتَنَادَوْا مُصْبِحِينَ أَنِ اغْدُوا عَلَى حَرْثِكُمْ إِن كُنتُمْ صَارِمِينَ فَانطَلَقُوا وَهُمْ يَتَخَافَتُونَ أَلَّا يَدْخُلَنَّهَا الْيَوْمَ عَلَيْكُمْ مِسْكِينَ وَغَدَوْا عَلَى حَظٍ قَادِرِينَ فَلَمَّا رَأَوْهَا قَالُوا إِنَّا لَضَالُّونَ 
سبحانك اللهم بحمدك اشهد ان لا اله الا انت استغفرك واتوب اليك السلام عليكم ورحمه الله وبركاته